Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome to episode 110 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. And fam, if you're just joining us for the first time, here's the deal. We love you. Worship Leader Probs is a community, and here's what we hope to do. We hope to entertain you, we hope to encourage you, and we hope to equip you in terms of resources and people and uh, creative ideas and thoughts and all of those things. That is why we're doing what we're doing. And so I am here with the one and only, the big Arrivederci, Scott Longyear. <laughs> hey, ditto to everything that Brian said, man, just... Uh... Excellent. Um, and if you're just tuning in for the first time, yeah, welcome to the circus. Where'd it go? Like, what, 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 what's going on? <laughs> yeah, let's tell you what's going what's gonna to happen today. We have, uh, we're going to talk about some great resources for you. We're going to just catch up real quick on just the state of kind of what we're all walking through. We have an unbelievable interview uh, that Brian and I did with uh, Bob Coughlin. Listen, you, if you are, if you want to listen to interviews at like two times the speed, not on this one, baby. You like one times the speed and take notes and get ready to, uh, to come away with a little bit of Jesus. So, <laughs> yeah. Right, so we're gonna yeah. do that, and then of course we have prayer consumes that are that are all coming up. So let's launch, let's launch and get going. But before I do, Brian, can I just take a minute and talk about our great friends over at Planning Center? Absolutely. Planning Center, you know, makes software that's designed to help us all find freedom so that we can focus on what really matters. Now, if you're new to the game, Planning Planning Center is a set of online software products. You can subscribe to them individually or you can use them all together as a full church management system. And we all need management systems, right? So you can always try any product from Planning Center free for 30 days. And check this out, brand new product that was launched called Publishing. Now, Publishing is a way to create custom pages while you're in the Church Center mobile app and website. It's a way for churches to create their own custom content, share sermons with their congregation through the Church Center app and the website. Check it out and give it a try now, Planning Center. They're the best, man. Yeah, they are. They are absolutely the best. So how you doing, man? How's 2021 treating you so far? Let's, can, can we just be straight? Can we be straight? All that we absolutely. did was change a number. Ain't nothing. That's it. That's <laughs> ain't nothing it. else changed, man. It's like, <laughs> who are people like six days in and we're like, I would like a refund on 20, <laughs> 2021. Man, it has been a, uh, it, it's just an interesting look at everything that's going on. Like everybody just, man, I'm just, I'm just saddened, you know, and yeah. I, I think- yeah. I've been always talking with several people. It's just the the, the anger and the frustration just continues mm-hmm. to build, and we're taking it out. And I just would say, church, let's be careful not to take it out, uh, yeah. take it out on each other, take it out on on God's creation. So you know, a gentle mm-hmm. answer turns away wrath. Yeah. So let's there watch. Let's watch what we say and. And stick close to Jesus, because right now that's the only constant that we have in everything. So Absolutely, I'm sorry, that's a preacher man. answer, but preacher going to preach if you ask him. Hey, that's, hey, let it rip, man. Let it rip. You know, you know, it's like encourage one another and build each other up. I yeah. sometimes I make the mistake of opening Twitter, and then I close it right back down <laughs> because you you look at all the stuff that's going flying back and forth between people and yeah, um, yeah, yeah, man. You know, if there was only if there was only a social media platform that didn't that didn't like jab at political stuff or like make you mad, but just would make you 
laugh. Maybe maybe a little sarcasm with some pictures. <laughs> maybe if if there was that. Hey, if you're happening on this on this and you're not part of uh, Worship Leader Probs on Instagram, that's where it all started. And Brian is the brains behind the whole deal with now ninety thousand plus subscribers. And mm-hmm. dude, you just make us laugh out loud at the the stuff that goes on there. So if you're not following it, you just have to. It's just. It's nonsense that is a beautiful, refreshing stream of water in the middle of this desert. Oh, man. We love it. We love it. And it's really it's really cool. We're, I'm trying to do an Instagram Live about once a week, and um, we talk about all kinds of stuff. Like this week, we talked a little bit about just prayer concerns. What are prayer concerns? Mm. How to send in your prayer concerns? We talked about... Um, we're going to have a giveaway coming up, so keep an eye on the socials for a giveaway. It's become a really cool community. We had a girl who uh, who popped in and, and talked about how she was dealing with depression and anxiety. And mm. to see the chat of the live with people from all over the world, mm. I would... I would conservatively guess 25 different countries and people saying, Hey, praying for you, praying for you, praying for you. Um, and I was able to, to message her privately and, and hook her up with some resources that, uh, of some things that might be able to help. So it's a community, man. And and I, I just, I love that people caring for people. Amazing. Amazing. Good, good. Hey, and, uh, what better part of, uh, or what better way to rep your community? And through some WLP merch, right? <laughs> somebody's right. like, somebody's mentally some, flipping over uh, uh, tables, t- tables in the uh, in the temple right now. Like Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> you just took something spiritual and are trying to sell a T-shirt. That's Guilty. right, man. Rep it, Guilty. rep it out, baby. Come on, rep it out. Yeah, you got get on there, guys. Worshipleaderprobs.com. We got hats, T-shirts, long sleeve tees, hoodies, beanies. Um, Man, there might be some stuff on there that I've forgotten about, but <laughs> check it out. And we got some new stuff coming uh, real soon. So, yeah. Um, yeah, check it out. It's uh, we're having a lot of fun over there. And you know, we have uh, so the Instagram has birthed like all this other stuff, like it birthed the this podcast that you're listening mm-hmm. to, um, and it also birthed the WLP Coaching Network, which Scott is the mastermind uh, behind all of that. So relaunching in March. Yeah, yeah. So check that out if it's um I mean it, again you talk about community and people, you know, when you're feeling like I'm not alone in the middle of this. And so mm-hmm. like we've said before, the coaching network, we did that in uh 2020, relaunching in 2021, 20, new and improved, learned learned a lot of stuff mm-hmm. to make it more effective. Absolutely. So, once a month, it's Brian and I, sometimes a special guest where we take a super deep dive, way deeper than, we, uh, than we'll do on podcasts, a yep. super deep dive on a single topic, uh, and that is live two times a month, once, once during uh, working daytime hours and once in the evening, so you should be able yep. to catch that. Also recorded, uh, and then if you're part of the coaching network, which it is subscription-based, but it's a small subscription fee, if you're part of it, you also get access to one-on-one. So let's say that you know, you you are like, man, I I'm, I really am wrestling with uh, depression in ministry, and I need to talk to somebody. You're going to talk to mm-hmm. Brian or I. We're going to connect you with one-on-one with a WLP coach and help walk you through that. Or you may be like, I need help with an audio install, or how do I deal with uh, infidelity with uh, a couple of my <laughs> worship leaders, or uh, my senior pastor is just you know so difficult to work with that better not be any of my staff to call in and say that. But <laughs> if that's right. you, we're gonna we're gonna connect you up in that, and it's a private Facebook group. Uh, just really a super game changer. Uh, I would just encourage you to invest invest time and a, a small amount of resources in your continual uh, sharpening and, and getting better. Just makes just makes all of us better. So, uh, worshipleaderprobs.com 
Um, we're going to update that website really soon. We've got all everything working on the back end. Just getting ready to, put to Presco, and you can see all the information that is there because you want to you want to be sharp in ministry. Absolutely. Speaking about being sharp in ministry, it is interesting that there are millions and millions of people in our congregations who want to do the same thing. They want to help you become better and sharper in your ministry. And to do that, they will continually give you feedback on how stupid and dumb you are. <laughs> Just how terrible you are at your job in this little section that we call prayer concerns. I love it, man. I love it. Yeah. So if you're new, if you're just tuning in for the first time, prayer concerns in our context, here's what they are. Um, you know, we've all got a connection card. Uh, and, you know, we, I, I told you last week, prayer concerns is like getting a report card from your congregation. <laughs> Remember when you were in school, you got report cards. Sometimes they were good. Sometimes they were bad. D minus. Well, this is like, failure exactly. Exactly. <laughs> This is like getting a report card from your congregation, and they might use the the, the connection card in your in your seat back. They might use uh, the chat of your live stream. They might use a Google review or a Yelp review or all of the above to let you know how they think you're doing. And people send these in from all over the world. So please go to worshipleaderprobs.com, click on uh, the menu, select prayer concerns. You can fill that out. It's totally anonymous. We don't ever get your name or your church's name, and we'll never, ever share that. Um, uh, you can DM them to us on uh, Instagram as well. So I got five prayer concerns today. Let's so let's go. jump right in. Prayer <laughs> concern number one. We sang Amazing Grace, My Chains Are Gone one Sunday. When we got home, I asked my wife, hey, how'd it sound in the house today? And she replied, don't mess with my hymns. Oh, from the wife. <laughs> from the wife. Wow. From the missus. Whoa. <laughs> so, you know, like- like be next, messing with my hymns. Yeah, next time it's like, oh, hey, guys, uh, we could do da-da-da. And they're like, mm, ah, man, that's going to like, that's going to make the home, that's going to make the homestead kind of cold. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh, my Lord. Okay, prayer concern number two. The singer needs to wear more appropriate clothing. Very distracting. I've actually gotten that one before. Have you really? Yeah, no, not for me personally. But <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're up there in the cutoffs and the, and the summer, the bro tank. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was wearing a cutoff that said world's best dad. Oh my that's, a, that's, a, that's a throwback to episode number 108. <laughs> that's so good. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, boy. Especially in the summertime, you know, here in the Midwest, people get People, people get, get crazy. a little crazy. People get a little crazy. All right, number three. Prayer concern number three. One of our parent, one of the parents of our guitar players posted in the live chat during our gathering Tell the person running camera they need to zoom out so we can see my son playing guitar. Oh, oh gosh. Zoom it out. Wow. So now now we're becoming we're be, we're become technical directors and yeah. you know, doing camera <laughs> yeah, exactly. shots and all that. Exactly. We were already sound guys and worship leaders and all that stuff. Wow. All right, number four. Number four. Prayer concern number four. We had to remove the comment section from our communication cards in the service that our senior saints usually attend for obvious reasons. Uh, so the only so the only write-in section was the prayer request text box. After we collected the cards during offering that first week, we got a prayer request that said, oh 
please pray for me that the music would not hurt my ears. <laughs> I'm going to throw this nuts. Just pray for me. Not them. Pray. Please pray for me, fam. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Okay, number five. Prayer concern number five, the last one, bottom of the pudding cup. It says, we got a wonderfully encouraging comment on our church live stream during the worship set today. A nice, simple, quote, get to the message. <laughs> now, it was only the first song, so she had quite a while to wait. <laughs> As a senior pastor, I have a lot of respect for that one. <laughs> Get to the message. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But uh, not really, but kind of. I, <laughs> yeah. no. So those are prayer concerns, oh, fam. Oh. So keep Ooh. them coming. Uh, go to worshipleaderprops.com. Click on the uh, prayer concerns tab. Fill that out. It'll always be totally anonymous. Uh, we'd love to hear from you and just all the stuff that you're dealing with. So uh, like Scott said a few weeks ago, we had the chance to sit down with, man, if you talk, if you talk to 100 worship leaders and you ask them, what, what are your go-to resources or your go-to books? Hopefully answer number one would be the Bible. Okay. The word, the God's word. That's, that's the top, top of the list. Um, but probably for the majority of them, somewhere in that list is going to be a book called worship matters by Bob Coughlin. Mm -hmm. And we had a chance to sit down with Bob, um, a couple of weeks ago, we had a blast. And so, uh, sit back and, get a pen out, some paper, um, and get ready to, uh, to do some note-taking on our conversation with Bob Coughlin. Well, the Worship Leader Props podcast is ecstatic, and I've never used that word before on here. I would say, Brian, that I'm glad. I would say that I'm glad. Glad in and all ecstatic. caps. <laughs> glad all caps. <laughs> <laughs> we are thrilled, ecstatic, glad to have Mr. Bob Coughlin on the podcast this week. Yes. Bob, thank you so much for joining us. Are you kidding? This is a, a real honor. You know, every now and then when I when we have this these interviews scheduled and I'm like doing some research and I'm like it was the case this week, I'm like, this is the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> Like the, this the guy, there is literally nothing capacity. he has not done. <laughs> you need there's to no, there's no box unchecked on the Bob Coughlin ministry <laughs> resume. So, okay, so here, okay, let me just run down some. Okay, so right now you are the director of Sovereign Grace Music. Right. You are also the senior pastor of Sovereign Grace Church in Louisville, Kentucky. Don't tell my senior pastor that. No, I'm one of the elders. <laughs> You're one of the elders. Okay, sorry. I got the, DJ Mahaney is the senior pastor. Yeah, so. Okay, okay. So you were in the Christian group GLAD. Yes, I was. And you for eight years, you've continued to write for them. Yeah. Okay, you're overseeing production for Sovereign Grace Music. Yeah. You just came out with a new Christmas we project. Did. Yeah. We want to talk about that for sure. You've written two books, Worship Matters, which is also uh, your blog, and then True Worshippers is your most recent. Yeah. Uh, and you're just doing everything. You didn't mention that I got grandkids number 20 and 21 coming. Oh, man. Yeah, yes. we've been. We've been fruitful. We've been multiplying. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing that is most moving to me, that God's allowed me to see my mm. kids, six kids, uh, have their children. And, uh, wow. yeah, it's the mercy of God. That's incredible. Do they live close to you? 
Two of them do. Yeah, okay. one lives in Atlanta, one two in the DC area, and then one in Dubai. Oh, wow, wow, wow! Yeah. We could we continue to talk about going to Dubai. Now we have a reason. Yeah. Uh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, she's she's one of the ones expecting, and she's due next May. So, oh we're man, trying to figure out a way to get over there. Wow. Oh yeah, fantastic. I bet you are. Yeah. Well, that's incredible, man. That's incredible. Okay, so you you're a busy guy. That is a that's a resume that takes. Full. Yeah, you do. Yes, you do. So, can you, man, tell us a little bit about your story? How did how did you get into you? You've done all these incredible things, but man, I can understand how putting them all together makes a pretty powerful ministry life. So tell, tell us a little bit about how you got into this. Well, I, I mean, like every, every individual, God has his own story, uh, that he's writing and, uh, without him writing the story, nothing happens. Mm -hmm. So I've had people ask me before, Hey, how do I, you know, get to do what you're doing? I they have no clue. <laughs> you know, I say be faithful where you are, be faithful yeah. in what you're doing and, and mm -hmm. look to Jesus, make much of Jesus there. Now I'll get there, but raised a Catholic, was going to become a priest, became a um, hmm. uh, believer as a freshman in college, Temple University, 1972. Guy from Camp's Crusade crew shared the gospel with me. I believed wow. it. God opened my eyes to see that Jesus really did die in my place on the cross for my sins, and I could receive the gift of eternal life by believing in him. And that that changed me. So uh, majored in piano, right out of college, got continued in GLAD. So from 76 to 84, um, was in that group. It didn't leave the group because I was discontent or, you know, we had made five albums up to that time, I think. And we were, we were heading up. You know, we were a contemporary mm -hmm. group back then. Um, in 1988, we released something called the Acapella Project, which sold 100,000 the first year. And that became what GLAD was known for. So I continued to write for them for another 20 years until they stopped really touring. Um, so at 85, I became a pastor with Sovereign Grace Churches and um, was a pastor for 12 years. Then took on this role, kind of um, directing the music for Sovereign Grace, directing the um, leaders, people who lead the music in Sovereign Grace Churches. Mm -hmm. And you know, over the years, God's just given me opportunities um, to, to, I've sought to serve the people in my church well, and that led to a conference in 99, which led to some columns that I was doing, which somebody said, Hey, you should do a blog. This is when blogs were just starting out of which uh, some people said, Hey, you should do a book. And so I wrote worship matters. And, you know, I've just, I love what I do, but the longer I've been doing it. So this is like, Man, I mean, I was leading back in 75. So this is, wow. you know, 45 years I've been mm. doing this. It gets a little simpler the longer mm. I do it. Mm. And I'm still doing that. I still lead, you know, three out of four Sundays in my church. And we have got a lot of young people in the church. So I'm surrounded by people who are, like, I'm, if not twice as old, three times as old as. And um, I love it because I'm raising them up, you know. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, what an it, opportunity for them to serve along some somebody with the kind of experience that you bring to the table. Well, I hope so. You know, oh, I think the, you know, Chronicles presents this, this picture of young and old serving together. 
Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to do. Um, I don't want to be the old guy who says, hey, we're going to do it my way. We've been doing it this way for 40 years and it's worked. And, <laughs> you know, but I can tell you what, on the important things, I do want to be like that. Yeah. And so yeah. what I was going to say, I alluded to or just a minute ago to, um, you know, it's getting simpler. Something I've started saying at like the end of my emails and, and letters and stuff. It's just keep making much of Jesus. Mm, yeah. yeah. Like if you keep making much of Jesus, you'll be going in the right direction. It, it will show you how unworthy you are. It will show you how inadequate you are. And it will show you how sufficient and kind and merciful and good God is. Oh, come on. Come on. And so I've just, I've just found that to be so helpful. We did a conference, Worship God conference, just back in 18 um, or 19, I forget which year, um, but it's just called The Glorious Christ. Mm. Uh, music mm. is great. Jesus is greater. And yeah. that, mm. so I've been thinking about a lot that, uh, about those themes a lot. And I've realized, you know, we, we get into so many uh, rabbit trails and we, we go off the path so often because we're just not staying focused on what God the Father and God the Spirit are focused on, which is Jesus the Son. Mm. And uh, it's been, you know, it's an absolute joy that I get to do what I do. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I'm trying to help others do, make much of Jesus. Wow. Well, let me just say, for those of us who are out in the church who have kind of been impacted by your work and your ministry from afar, let me just say thank you. Oh, wow. Um, I was, I have a, a uh, like a group of worship leaders that I am in a chat with, and I was telling them what we were going to do. And every single one of them included a snapshot of worship matters that was on their desk. Um, and so, I mean, what an impact oh, uh, man. you are having, you are having. Well, so, okay. If, as I was reading through the website, I was reading through the website. This literally stopped me in my tracks today. Okay. So it says, um, sovereign grace music. You seek to equip pastors, musicians, and songwriters in the in the theology and practice of congregational worship. Yeah, yeah. What a goal! Well, it's it's a lofty one. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you can yeah. feel like you're just swimming upstream, and you know, you can say whatever you want, and people are going to do whatever they want. And but you know, we get emails and and we talk to people, and it's about again making much of what God makes much of. Uh, his word, his his son, the spirit's work in us. You know, this isn't. Uh, it it makes it a little more challenging because it's not it's not an, a, a soundbite. It's not a an Instagram post. It's not a you know. It's it's not something that easily translates. It's a life. And I've talked to enough. Oh golly, pastors and worship leaders, musicians, and heard about enough of them that are all talking the talk. They talk the talk, but but they do not live in the good of the gospel. They mm. do not live in the good of relationship with Jesus Christ. Let's dig down on that a little bit, Bob, um, because I, I, I it's been my story and a lot of people's story. I kind of went through a personal revival at, at working in the church, you know, where we weren't. For seasons making much of Jesus. So what would mm. you say to a, a production leader or a, a worship leader who would say, um, I'm really not making much of Jesus. I'm, I'm also not in a, in a very rich, vibrant spiritual environment that's doing that as well. What mm. should I do? 
those those are two different questions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I don't like this. You never want to start at the place of well, you probably shouldn't be in that church. That's not the that's not <laughs> the place you start because you know God could have put you in that church to change you. Mm. Um, and maybe your perceptions are wrong. I mean, there, there are all kinds of things, reasons that could be wrong. So let me answer the first one. You know, if you're in a place where it's just not, you just realize you're going through the motions. Um, it just, it just, it's not very meaningful. You go elsewhere. This is a telltale sign. You go elsewhere for fulfillment, right? Mm. You know, whether that be video games or, you know, innocent things, Netflix binges or worse things, pornography or alcohol. I mean, I've seen guys do it all. Um, that's a sign. Something's wrong because you, you want to be doing what you do out of the overflow of your life of, in Christ. Mm, yeah. mm, mm. You know, Jesus said, if you don't abide in me, John 15, you ain't doing nothing. Right. Mm. You know, apart from me, you can do nothing. So, so, you, so I'd say you need to abide in the vine. What does that mean? Well, it, it means you need to really believe that God showed himself to us in his word. Like he's spoken to us. He's written and living. He, it, that Bible sits in your house somewhere, probably multiple Bibles, sits in your house somewhere, in your car, in your backpack, wherever. And, and you treat it just like it's an accessory. And I was with my grandson, one of my grandsons the other day, and uh, asked him, hey, Tyler, what's the most important thing in the world? And uh, he's 14 years old. And he, he, I said, can't be a, he said, it's a belief. I said, no. He said, it has to be a, a person or a thing. And he looked at me and said, the Bible? I said, yeah. Your Bible is the most important thing in your world, in the world. Because through the Bible, we understand who God is, how we can know him what he wants, what he loves, what he hates. So I would say just humble yourself and get in the word, get in the gospel, get in the fact. And let me recommend a book, uh, Gentle and Lowly by Dane Ortland. Mm. Just one of the best books I've read on the heart of Jesus. Gentle and Lowly by Dane Ortland. Just came out this past year. It's already got like 1,200 reviews on Amazon. Um, you'll get to know Jesus better and you'll get to know that he's better than you think he is. And our problem is that we just don't think Jesus is that great. Yes, yes, so, so, yes. Good, I think. so, so, you know, the, the means by which God can reveal himself to you are within your reach. Uh, you should not be discouraged. In fact, God probably mm. brought you to this point so that you might cry out to him and find him to be trustworthy and reliable and a refuge and a shelter and a shield and a fortress and all the things he promises he will be to us, you know, in his word, if we, if we go to him. Um, so that, that'd be the first thing I do. Uh, just, just cultivate your own relationship with Jesus and then, and then begin to you know, make decisions and choices about schedule and, you know, about attitudes, mm -hmm. ways you interact with people out of that. Just to, but make sure that's that's your priority. In terms of the church, you know, I'd begin by by asking questions. You know, as if you get um, re-inspired with the gospel, with Jesus, who He is, and you know, you you, you want to point people to Him. So it might begin with just questions, like asking your pastor, "Hey, so what is, what is the vision for our church? Like, what are we seeking to do each Sunday?" 
you know, I need help. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to be on your team. You know, I want right. to do this together mm-hmm. with you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then whenever possible, do that over the word. You know, not just, hey, here's my preference. Here's my, well, here's my preference. You know, but to go to, to the word and, and find scriptures you can anchor yourselves in. And say, yeah, this is what we're really seeking to do. So you might, you know, go to Colossians three sixteen says, you know, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Yeah, come on. Well, that's that's one of the things that's supposed to be happening when we're singing. The word of Christ, the gospel, is supposed to dwell in people while they're singing. So, mm-hmm. well, that means something about the songs we sing and the way we lead them and what we're pointing to and what people are left with. And man, are we doing that? And, you know, as you as you begin to talk about those things, it it might inspire change around you. You know, you just you don't know what God can do through someone who's humble and someone who's caring and someone who's trusting in the Lord to do more than all they can ask or think through His power that's at work within them. Yeah, man. Speaking our speaking our language, Bob, because we're all the time. You know, people are like, yes. well, "What do I do? What do I do? We're like Jesus, Jesus? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Know, what else? You know, it's like, no, yeah. that's really we don't what, have no like, answers. <laughs> All right, like, right. It's the Lord. Get to know Him and, and watch and watch what He does. You've been, um, yeah. you've been, you've been leading uh, leading worship for how long? How many years? Forty five years. Forty five years. So, in those forty five years, you have seen massive changes, comings yep. and goings, and trends, and and all of that. And uh, so, I'm going to ask you the impossible question. You know, it used to be, you remember it came out and it was like, the big shocker was you'd come in and somebody's like, there are drums on the stage. Why are there not, why are there drums oh. on the stage? You know? Hey, hey, now that was my generator. <laughs> right? And you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now they walk in and they're like, why are there not drums on the stage? What's going yes. on? Here? So, yeah, exactly. like we've seen these ebbs and flows, you know, and, and all that. Like, what's, what's ahead? Any changes that you see coming? Like, I think, I think... Mm worship this stylistically or the expression or whatever may change in this way. Any, any indications at all? Well, I think I have to answer that question, Scott, by, by saying there are two different ways of looking at like what's happening. One is to look at the culture, even the church culture and say, ah, this is what God is doing. The other way is to look at our Bibles and say, this is what God wants us to do. And there's a tension there. Mm-hmm. This was a big tension. I just read through a biography of John Stott that Tim Chester wrote. Just found it fascinating you know, to read about the history of the church in, in the UK. Um, but that was a big controversy back in the 60s and 70s. You know, how do we determine what God's doing? Do we, do we look at like what's going on in our society? Or do we look in our Bibles and say, this is what God's doing? And there the answer is a little clearer, I think, that you look in your Bible and you say, this is what God's doing. But for the church, you know, I think the same challenges, we're going to face the same challenges that we've been facing. And that is seeking to supplant what is primary with what is secondary. Mm -hmm. Allowing secondary interests, secondary concerns, secondary um, um, activities to assume the place of primary activities. What's primary activity? Well, that, you know, we encounter God through his word, that we uh, experience the, the presence of God, that we um, 
you know, exalt Jesus Christ, that we, that we have the gospel dwelling richly in us, and that the congregation is built up into Christ, those are priorities. Mm-hmm. Now, did I mention, like, have a lot of excited young people there within a big meeting? No, I didn't. Because you, if you do those things, you might have a smaller meeting. You might have a smaller mm-hmm. church. Uh, there's a church that's starting here in Louisville now and uh, you know, their Instagram, all this, you know, with this and this and this. And, and, you know, I pray the Lord blesses them, but from what I've seen thus far, it's more geared towards, Hey, we look good. We sound good. Mm-hmm. We're all about, mm-hmm. you know, being community together and Jesus, of course, we're about Jesus, but he's just kind of <laughs> one in the mix right? You know, right. of all the things that we're doing. And, you know, that's always going to be the, the challenge. So I, I think on the one hand, I, I, there are going to be more and more churches that are going to see, in light of the persecution that I believe is coming, in America at least, um, there's going to be more and more churches that say, you know what, we've got to stand on the Word of God and that's it. Yeah. We, we cannot fit in to our culture anymore. We don't. We don't fit in. I was, I'm writing an article right now on the God's transcendence and imminence, and it's really done a number on me because I just realized, wow, I don't think I've appreciated this like I need to. Mm-hmm. And so one of the lines I wrote was, um, you know, what if in, instead of like expecting a cup of freshly brewed cop, coffee when we arrived at church, we thought that we might, might be struck dead for the sins we had committed just that morning? Mm-hmm. Well, that puts a little different perspective on it because we should be struck dead for the sins that we committed that morning. But because, <laughs> because God sent his son to be struck dead for us, we are not struck dead. So that puts a little spring in your step as you walk into the, more than a cup of coffee. Well, a cup of coffee's not bad. I'm not saying anything against a cup of coffee. <laughs> I don't drink coffee personally, but I know a lot of people do and it's great. But it's priorities. What's first? What's first? So I think more churches are going to realize what's mostly matters. And then I think there are going to be a lot of churches that, that just buy in to, you know, what's, what attracts big crowds and what makes people comfortable and happy and feel good about their sin. Because that's the way it's always been. And I just know where I want to be. I want to be in the first group. <laughs> I want to be that group that says, hey, we're with Jesus. <laughs> you know, I don't know what else is happening around me, but I know who I'm with. And, you know, my prayer for anybody listening is, is that that be your aim as well. You know, that yeah, we, we not let all these things slide and just go, it's okay for now. It's okay for now. It, you know, it, it, it might be, but there's a come, there, there will come a point where God says, no, that, that's far enough. You, you've got to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, okay, we're only a little ways into this, and we are, I, I can already say you've got to come back sometime yeah. because there's so, <laughs> there's so much to mine I, here. Man. You know, I, I don't – yeah, I think about these things pretty deeply. <laughs> Just, that's fantastic, I, man. I care too much. I'm 65. I care too much about, like, who might be listening. Yeah. And I just think, 
You know, I've done a lot. You know, I've, I've traveled on the road for eight years, and it, it, I mean, I have no desire to go back on the road. <laughs> I still yeah. do some traveling. Well, not right now, but uh, did do some traveling. Love, love talking to people. But I just realized, you know, there are conversations. There, there, there are things that that people need to hear, and they can change. It can change the directory of their lives if if the Lord mm-hmm. uses it. You know. Mm-hmm. So I, I just appreciate the opportunity that the questions you guys are asking. It's really helpful. So, okay, you've touched base on some stuff you could include in this answer for sure. Um, But we ask everybody we talk to, we ask what we call the big room question. And so, like, if we gathered every worship person, leader, band player, vocalist, every production, sound light guy, pro presenter, we, we gathered them all in some huge arena and we introduced you to speak to them. What would you What would you want to say to them? All related to All related to the music, or to what we do in the local church. Like, what would you want to impart to them? Oh, wow! Jesus is everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, the, the the burden that's been on my heart in the last couple of years has been: music is great, Jesus is greater, mm-hmm. and that doesn't mm-hmm. you know that that's a short phrase but it says a lot in the sense that we can look to music to provide what only jesus can provide music's music can comfort us temporarily jesus comforts us forever Uh, music can allude to truth jesus is the truth Uh, music can't save us jesus can Mm -hmm. save us Mm -hmm. so there there's it, it was a group like that um, you know, I'd want to do everything I can. And I probably, as a sub note on that, say we know him primarily through the word of God. So if you want to know him really well, you'll want to know mm-hmm. your Bible really well. And I've gotten to scripture memory more in the last few years. Um, helps my mind, but it helps my mm-hmm. soul. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, so many times I'm talking to someone and, and a scripture comes to mind or even in counseling myself. One time I've been memorizing some Psalms and um, Psalm 40 was one I memorized. And uh, I was driving along just thinking all these discouraging thoughts. And, you know, Psalm 40 verse five came to mind. You have multiplied the Lord, my God, your wondrous deeds and your thoughts toward us. None can compare with you. I will proclaim and tell of them. Mm-hmm yet there are more than can be told. Mm-hmm. And that, that just so spoke to me. You know, doesn't it? It's like, while I'm sitting there worrying about my future and, and how things are going to work out and what I haven't done, God's there multiplying his, his deeds and his thoughts towards me, his plans that he has for me. He's, he's like doing stuff, and I'm just unaware. And my job is to proclaim and tell them if they're more than be told. So I would want to root that group and really any group, but especially musicians and production people in the fact that the one you serve is greater than the means you serve him with. So whether it be video or music or production or, you know what, like Job says, they're just the whisper of his ways, just the smallest, Mm you know, and we settle for brief scattered moments of awe rather than an ever deepening, ever intensifying, more consistent mindset of wonder. 
that mm-hmm. God would call him to, to us, us to himself through Jesus. And man, if you capture that, it'll just put everything in perspective. You know, your mm-hmm. music and your, your, your job and the way you relate to people. It won't just be a job. I'll tell you that. Not just a job. It's like, I get to do this. I get to represent the King of Kings. This is so great. <laughs> I love this. Amen. No wonder people burn out. You know, it's like yeah. they're they're trying to to. It's just like Jeremiah says. You know, you've you've uh, was it hewn for yourself cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. Mm-hmm. And and we do that all the time. I think in the worship ministry. Okay. So. Well, I'm going to get in touch with Becca, <laughs> and we're going to have you back. <laughs> Sometime soon, okay. I just, I just think, I, but I, I want to make. I kind of want to move down to Louisville and just hang, hang out, like in your exactly. office. Exactly. Like, like come on, can we just come days, hang out six some. days and soak in some Coughlin, you know. Uh, well, no, you want... <laughs> so okay, people can find you on the Worship Matters blog. Yes, and I intend to write there again. My last post was in April, but I've been doing it since 2006. <laughs> so you know, 14 years, and I have not been as consistent, but I am will be doing more. Yeah. Excellent. So they can find you there. They can find you at sovereigngracemusic.org. Yeah. 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 And there's a whole uh, uh, library resource of songs and charts and yeah, it's all free scripts, Videos. scriptural uh, references, uh, references for songs and all like it is a holistic uh resource that is out there and you said it's all free yeah one thing we did a couple years ago was uh, a worship matters video intensive so it's 12 Mm. videos they're all between 20 and 30 minutes it goes along with my book worship matters Mm. that has outlines to it it's all free you can just download it and um so that's that serves some teams i've really been grateful and we have a podcast Mm. not near as old as your podcast It's uh, Sound Plus Doctrine. Uh, so I'm doing it with my friend David Zimmer, who's multi gifted drummer, mm-hmm. marketer, songwriter, vocalist. Um, we just have a blast. Um, so, yeah. Great. Well, Bob, thank you so much for. I'm yes. always. Yes. Uh, you, if they people who listen to the podcast have heard me say this a few times, and it always amazes me to those people who have been called to serve the local church. But then God sees fit to take their ministry beyond the walls of their local mm-hmm. building and to serve the church at large all around the world. And so as somebody who has benefited from that, thank you. Uh, and uh, thank you for taking the time uh, to join us. The Lord's kindness. It's been a real joy to be with you guys. Amen. Holy moly. Well, I'll tell you, he... Um... Man, when we recorded that, I just remember thinking, like, I, I want to go and just hang out with this guy. Absolutely. He, Absolutely. Bob really, um, man, he just, this guy, you talk about people that exude Jesus and just oh, want to be man. around Jesus. Yep. I mean, he is, he's one of those one of those people. And what a great reminder that, man, it is about the Lord that, that sometimes we elevate worship and the experience mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. Uh, the Savior. And... Man, so so good, and we and we ended that. I remember Brian saying, "Like, please, you have to come back on." You yes, to, absolutely. We have to take a deeper dive with you. And it's it's amazing to me, like when he was, uh, when he would quote scripture. This is not like something he was like going into the recesses of his mind and mm-hmm. dusting something off. You know, it was like just flowing. 
yeah. through the course of, of a regular conversation, man, it just, it just flowed out of him. And so, yeah, I would, I would say, uh, look for another conversation with Bob here sometime soon. And if you don't have a copy of it, man, grab a copy of worship matters and, uh, worship matters is also the, uh, the title of his blog as well. So man, super grateful for, for Bob, uh, taking the time to spend some time with us and super grateful for you all, man. So thanks for listening. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, just like <clears throat> people who want to pour into other people, I know uh, Free Free Church AV, Five mm. Words Media, mm. those guys are getting ready to pour in big time with uh, a giveaway. Brian, talk just, just a second about what this is. This is so much fun watching this happen. Yeah, so our friends at Five Words Media, they are an uh, AVL integrator from Phoenix, Arizona, and they, they got this idea. They wanted to do a thing called Free Church AV, where uh, they would give churches a chance to submit entries. Like, this is what the ministry of our church is currently. This is what maybe we think it could do if we had some better gear, but there is no new gear in the budget. We're we're instead we're taking that money and planning churches or whatever. Uh, so last year, they had I don't know six hundred entries uh, from all over the states. Uh, Hope Church in Danville, Virginia, was the the one they selected, mm-hmm. and so. Um, all total, uh, the, the, the contest is kind of capped, if you can even use that word, capped at $200,000. Now, you think a little bit about what $200,000 worth of gear could do in your church context. And so uh, last year's, I think, rang in at about $170,000 all total mm-hmm. by the time they got done uh, designing everything. And so this year, they're going to announce the winner of Free Church AV Round 2, and they are going to announce that on Monday January 25th, and it's going to be live on the yeah. Worship Leader Probs Instagram account. Come so, on. Um, man, come yep, on. If you're in it, if you're in it, uh, <clears throat> they've been sharing uh, some highlights from like the top 10 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, people who've, who've made the top 10 so far and just so cool. So cool to partner with a company that they're literally putting their money where their mouth is. So Yeah. And you can really just sense the spirit, the spirit of God working through, through that whole thing and like investing. It's a mm-hmm. kingdom investment. So that's just, that's super great. So Absolutely. listen, friends, thanks for, uh, thanks for spending a little bit of time with us. Hopefully we, uh, we, uh, you know, you left a little bit better than you, than you came in. At least you laughed <laughs> a right, little bit. Right. We would love to continue the journey with you. So make sure you hit the subscribe button on our podcast, wherever you listen. And do us a favor, go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating with a super nice review there because it's a huge help in spreading the word about the podcast. As well, make sure you follow us on the social. That's at Worship Leader Probs on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And on Twitter, just do hashtag Worship Leader Probs and chase us down there. And uh, don't forget to keep your eyes open. Uh, the coaching network information is coming out very, very soon, and we're really looking forward to you being part of uh, of the family there on the coaching side. Yeah, man, we hope you'll join us. It's a it's a lot of fun. You're going to learn a lot, but it's we also we have a lot of fun mm-hmm. and uh, do a lot of community building in there uh, as well. And we this is just the starting point, man. We're we're just still in the infancy of this whole deal, man. We got dreams and all kinds of plans, and um, man. God willing, it's going to be a, a quite a ride. So uh, we want to thank our friends at Maven Media Productions. Uh, they are handling all the production of the podcast. They're amazing people. And you know what? If you're you're sitting around in a staff meeting and you're like, man, if only we had some help with branding or our social media could, our presence in social media could be so much stronger. Here's your next stop, mavenmediaproductions.com. Hit them up. They're wonderful people. They're church people, and uh, they're here to help you. And so check them out, mavenmediaproductions.com. Thanks to my friend Scott Hoke for our voiceover intro. We love you guys. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, 
Deuces. Arrivederci. Arrivederci.